0: This is the Audioclass Experience. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Audioclass Experience. I'm sure that most of you, if not all of you, have heard about inflation. In case you aren't too sure, let me enlighten you. Inflation occurs when the average rate of prices increases in an economy. Prices typically for a basket of goods and services. What inflation does is reduce the purchasing power of a currency, meaning that as prices go up, the value of your money goes down and therefore you have to spend more money for the exact, the exact same product. When an economy is doing well, prices go up because people are demanding more stuff, they want to buy more, and so their incomes go up as well. So what does inflation have to do with today's episode? Let me tell you this. I'm going to explain to you very briefly why the typical advice that you hear about saving your money is actually one of the worst financial decisions that you can make. But don't get me wrong. I don't want you to spend it all or get yourself into bad debt. I actually encourage you to put your money to work and actually use financial common sense. During times of recession, uh, when the GDP falls and the economy is not doing well, what companies tend to do is they invest in research and development and R D in order to launch better products or services that can be of value to society and that have demand. And sometimes when they do this research research and development, they also do it to be even more productive, to produce more, to produce better. As a result, the fall in prices would then be corrected and everything will be back on track. When, an economy, when a country's GDP falls due to the fall in prices, governments have this belief that they should actually intervene in order to prevent this drop in domestic production. So, what they do is, they increase the money supply by printing more cash and putting that money into people's pockets. This would eventually lead to people wanting to spend their money on goods and services. During times of recession, Instead of spending, people decide to save their money. They prefer to tuck it under the car, tuck it under the carpet. Instead of uh, putting it into circulation, some people, as you can imagine, manage to save more than others. Therefore, the more an individual can save, the wealthier that individual will become. However, the rest of society would then be poorer. However, what I just said is a paradox and it's believed by many to actually be false. That's because the belief that a few individuals with savings are eating a larger portion of the pie of the total wealth in a society. This belief causes governments to want to print more cash to make things seem more equal. What also happens is that people with 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 more savings people who are more willing to invest and spend their money when prices are general when they were low um, before cash was printed but now they can't do that they can't invest more they can't buy more they can't afford more because prices have gone up due to the fact that more cash was printed more cash in the hands of people higher prices and and therefore savers that have the capacity to spend and invest have a lower capacity to do so now individuals with more savings are in a a position where they think they have to keep saving money in order to afford to spend or to invest money doesn't this seem a bit like a robbery to you I mean people have the capacity to put their money to work now have to keep saving. This is what uh, central banks do these days. They decide when they should print more money so that there is more equality in society. However, the value of people's savings go down. Even if people who had more savings uh, to spend their money, if if people had more savings, then if they spend the money, all of it, they would have to work harder to earn money that then eventually becomes worthless if it keeps becoming printed over time. If central banks didn't print money the markets would just readjust the prices so when they were once slow they would go back to the initial position and savers would just put their money to use and there would be a lot more productivity there would be more jobs, there would be more money there would be more prosperity and all that so and that's unfortunately not the case in the vast majority of the economies in the world so instead of creating a system where companies can figure out how to be more productive or create better services or products most economies de-incentivize the productive private sectors that creates employment wealth and all that companies find it more difficult to innovate as a result. It is with these innovations that can help prices go down, because if, for example, um, a new company comes up with a new product or a new service that helps uh, improve people's lives in some way, or meets a demand or satisfies somebody else's demand for something, and they can solve that, and a company can manage to solve that a problem in exchange for a price, that would be a lot fairer, and that would actually help incentivize more innovation and more entrepreneurship, and this will then create more jobs and more employment. But we're um, led to believe that this isn't possible, that we need more government intervention, more money in people's pockets, but this of course is going to affect people with the capacity uh, to to put their money to work. More, maybe, yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't want to say it's, is it equal, is it fair? This is also the argument that, I mean, if you put people in money's pockets, that also has a consequence on society, of course. Re- the value of money is going down. And because of that, now we have um, alternative Forms of currency such as Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin and Libra and Bitcoin Cash and all those. And that might be, uh, and then there's also commodities which are more of a safe haven during times of uncertainty. And when currencies fail, that's when alternative um, assets become a better choice for most investors. So when the money supply, well, the increase in the amount of money causes prices to go up over time. And you can see this with absolutely any currency. This is what happened. Let me give you an example. A dollar back in 1913 had the same buying power as $25 in 2018. That's a decrease in value of 2,400% since um, 1913. So, you could go to the supermarket, for example, back in nineteen thirteen. You could buy groceries worth maybe ten dollars, and you would have enough for a whole week. I guess. Now you have to spend maybe fifty dollars. For the same, for the same um, amount of, for, for the same products, more or less. But yeah, of course, you have, to, you have to pay more. And the value of that uh, physical cash is worth less. So when the money supply increases, what happens is that the interest rate, which is the price for money, like, for example, if you need a loan, in case you don't know this, you need a loan. You have to pay an interest on it, of course. And what happens to the interest rate is that they go down. This encourages people to ask for more credit, to spend it all get themselves into debt and then ask for even more loans and get themselves into even more debt. It's pretty silly, but that's that's the real world right now. And it's been that way for a long time, ever since currencies have not been pegged to, to more stable uh, commodities like gold. For example, when the U.S. pulled out of the gold standard back in the 70s, I believe, 60s or 70s, and, um, well, as a result, your savings are worthless again. Again, People would prefer to spend more because it's a lot easier to save. And because of this phenomenon, our society turns into compulsive consumers because they can't afford to save. It's much easier to just consume and spend. People would buy more products that they don't even need. They would then dispose of those products. Uh, they would pollute more would cause more litter, more contamination, more climate change, and all of this that's going on. No. It is the central bank's monetary monetary policy that's making us poor each day by printing under the shadows more confetti money. When they print money, do, they do this in a way so that uh, society doesn't really realize that there's actually more money being put into the economy. So, they don't like it's not something that you you see directly it's something that you would see in over a long period of time except for places like venezuela and argentina of course and maybe zimbabwe uh, you see just dollars lying on the on like cash being lying on the on the streets which is ridiculous so um because of this we need to have a financial education that can that can truly help us understand the importance of differentiating assets and liabilities this will help us to consume less and this will help us to uh, be less in debt and to multiply our income as well and so as a result uh, well this is what I say always that's why it's important to get financially educated and to Avoid future problems, of course, because as I, as I, as we discussed, um, what happens, what what banks do and what governments decide to do, they're actually, and then they make us believe that um, capitalism is actually the problem. But I don't think that capitalism is the same as consumption. I think they're two very different things. Because what leads to this consumption is the fact that the price of money is low interest rates are low and that leads to people to want more demand more spend more consume more because governments are worried about their GDP results they they want obviously uh, people to vote for them and to see that oh the economy is doing well the economy is doing great it's doing great because uh, governments are, provo- are provoking this causing this situation to happen and it's because of that that we just can't afford to save if i save all my euros right now in the next 10 years or so with the same money i'm just going to be broke pretty much and well that's it for today ladies and gentlemen hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you found it interesting make sure you listen to this episode more than once so that you can retain the concepts a bit better Because the more you repeat, the more you learn, the better you learn. Share this podcast with friends and family and discuss with them what you learned. Make sure that you follow me as well on uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and LinkedIn. To be up to date with the latest content that, that I post. I hope that you have a marvelous day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you. Bye.